0: The bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game this is the notebook Dream show on the wild style network here are your hosts q smitty matt and jay cam
1: hey it's thursday night i gotta get that right not wednesday night Mm -hmm. thursday night everybody we're live from the salisbury center Fueled by our favorite Drake Monster Energy, and the guys are here from Pittsburgh. What a weekend we have. Now, listen, down here, it's going to be raining a lot. So guess what? I have said this. You fake an injury, you get rain. I don't have to fake an injury to my wife. My wife's probably watching me right now, so I'm not faking an injury, honey. I am just, it's raining. I can't go out. We got 40 mile per hour winds. We got a tropical storm coming up here right now. We're going to be watching college football and we're going to be watching the NFL all weekend. I got the guys from Pittsburgh. Jason, what's going on? Are you faking an injury or do you have rain coming up?
0: Well, let me tell you a little story about that. My wife is a award-winning listener for our podcast and heard of your plan with the injury. (laughs) And even if I do injure myself now, I'm going to have to suck it up and go because you're gonna think I'm, I'm actually faking the injury, so I don't know. What I, I think our forecast is a little nicer, so I'm going to figure out some other ways to get to uh, some screens. I'm about to do some phone watching, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, injury play is completely out for me now. Thank you, Smitty.
1: Man, I ruin everything, Maddie. You faking an injury? Do you have food poison? Poison? <laughs> What's going on with you this weekend?
0: No need. No need to fake it, anything, buddy. It's uh, it's. Uh... D I N K here. If you don't know what Dink is, that's dual income, no kids. So we can uh, go as we want, and it's pretty fun. So yeah, no injuries needed, buddy. I just want to get rolling. I I think we're on the right track. We got our we got our data. We have we see some trends. Jason can crunch more numbers, and it's time to put in some parlays and make some money.
1: Okay, I'm gonna say right now live. If my wife's watching at home, I have a tickle in my throat. I have a tickle in my throat my hamstrings tight and it's gonna rain so i'm gonna play all three and try to do that throw the hat and see if the the husband smitty can just pull it all off this weekend and i could do the trifecta of everything and not do anything this weekend all right hey listen thanks for tuning in Um, we have so many people that have been tuning in with great questions and everything so we have it's just jam-packed we have games galore so let's just fire these games First one I want to go to we got the ACC battle this weekend fellas. We got Florida State rolling into Clemson. And this is the Clemson team right now that needs this. They've been the guy the top guys for years. This Florida State team is the one now that we saw on that first weekend and they've been playing unbelievable against. um, Who They beat I I just lost train my thought here. Who did they beat that first weekend. LSU. LSU. Thank you so much. I lost it. Now, Travis has a shoulders problem. Are they going to be okay here? I like Clemson. Where are we going here, guys? Jason, I'm going to start with you.
0: I wanted to like Florida State, but uh, that game last week kind of scared me a little bit. I, you know, I don't want to bet off one week, but, you know, BC is just awful this year. And for Florida State to make that even a game, and BC actually have a chance to win at the end is kind of scary. I think Travis is a big part of what Florida State does. I don't think they have anything behind him that can actually get things done. And it seems like Clemson's kind of gotten right since Duke. I mean, you know, that was kind of that game went as possibly wrong as a game could go. So it's kind of hard to factor in. They still put up some yardage. You know, they still have the guys. So uh, seeing the fact that it's in Death Valley, you know, it, it's kind of scary, though, because there's still dogs at two and a half. You'd think this be a pick at this point. So, Maddie, where are you going with this? I, I think I'm leaning Clemson, but I'm a little scared of that number. This Clemson team to me has no identity. I don't. I don't like them. Um, I don't think they're right, even after two wins in a row losing to Duke. I mean, they played Charleston Southern, FAU, both at home. Uh, yeah, so they get three at home. I think they're lackadaisical, even though they they run the ball, which scares me against Florida State because they don't keep it close. So the line, you're probably right. It should be a pick 'em, but I think the Travis injury is what's going to swing this. We could see a crash down to a pick 'em at game time. But I'm still riding Florida State. I mean, you just want to be safe, just take Florida State money line.
1: Yeah, I think the secondary is the key for Clemson. And I want to see Shipley get the ball. You know, I said that in that first game. I like the other running back too, but I want to see Shipley get a lot of carries in this game. But this is a big spot, man. This is this is a spot that you you have the home crowd should be energetic. It should be unbelievable down here. The shoulder the injury to Travis was the non throwing shoulder. So that's not an issue I was just shocked and I threw it out last week and I'm going to say when I miss I miss we had the hurricane coming up last week I think it was Lee maybe I'm incorrect on that name it wasn't bad at BC it really wasn't and I had the under and BC scoring quick and I was like oh this is not good like that's a meteorologist downfall right there and I kind (laughs) of fell into it and I missed it. I was shocked that BC scored so much against Florida State. So we'll see. I mean, that's a good look at, you know, you look a head spot for them. I just think this is a good spot. I'm leaning right now, Clemson. They have the weapons. The secondary has to hold up because you got Coleman, you got Wilson, you got Bell. Florida State has so many weapons that they can throw the ball to. Get the ball to Shipley. The quarterback Clubneck has to th- throw the ball well. I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm leaning towards Clemson there. All right. I'm not staying in any order tonight. I'm just not. I'm going to fire games here. We're going to go Penn State Iowa. I know it's a night game. Where are we going here? It's the whiteout. I was up there last year for the whiteout game. There's a lot of injuries for Iowa fellas that I've been hearing. I I heard some running backs might be out. It's a tough spot. It's a high spread. I didn't think it was going to be this high, but McNamara, he's turning the ball over way too much, in my opinion. Is this a spot that Iowa – I think Jason's on this game, so I'm going to go to Jason again first. Is this a spot yeah, I mean, that I, Iowa can hang?
0: Well, yeah. No, I mean to take a deeper look at these injuries for Iowa, though, because there's not quite as deep. Uh, so say, but, yeah, I think they can hang because if you watch – Illinois, and you watch the West Virginia games, you know, those teams are able to move the ball on the ground against this Penn State defense. Like, it's a team that wants, you know, they're set up to play against spread, fast passing teams. Like, that's what the strength of their defense is, the DN and the secondary. They're not that great in the middle. And even though the linebackers are talented, I don't really think they play the run all that well, like, just as a whole. Like, you see run fits that just aren't that good for a defense that has really good stats right now. Iowa, I mean, I was built perfectly to take on this team. You know, they're going to run the football between the tackles. They're going to be boring, right? You know, and they're just going to basically grind. And I just don't think this Penn State team has that explosion that they've had in the past years with, like, offense. Like, nobody, you know, if you look at their measurements, it's all below average right now, which is crazy considering how easy the couple, first couple games have been for them. So I'm a little scared they're going to get into a slug fight with a Big Ten West team, and they're really not equipped for that. So I think 14 and a half is good enough you're going to see a low-scoring game, defensive struggle in the Happy Valley. So what do you think, Matty? Well, I got it at 15, and you summed it up. So this is Kirk Ferentz versus the forward pass, and we know he hates it. So slow it down. And Penn State this year for some unknown reason. Now, they've had a pretty easy schedule. Uh, I'm just going to be polite, pretty easy schedule. They have nine explosive plays. Where are their playmakers? And are they going to come out against actually a good defense? I think the 15, 14 and a half is good enough. And okay. I, I think that's the correct side. They just scare me. They, uh, I mean, they have the talent Singleton. They have a good line. They have a good D line. They have enough guys okay. to, to stop Iowa. But I, I really think this is going to be like a 19-16 kind of game. Uh, ugly. Yeah, I don't think their offensive line it it well at all this year. Like, they've been okay in the one game. They have not been. I think that's why you don't see the explosive plays. Both of those backs can go the distance. I mean, they're the guys who can get a hole and get out. You just don't see them blocking all that well. And I, and I think that's really, you know, it, it hyped it up in the offseason how good they were, but they have not played to that level. Especially, I mean, Newton from Illinois ate them alive. And, you know, that's one guy on a decent defense. Uh, you know, Iowa's going to have a you know, maybe no guy at that level, but a bunch of guys who are right behind that. And with some depth, it kind of scares me. Spindy, where are you going with this
1: one? Well, man, you know, everyone's going to say I'm on Iowa. But it scares me a little bit. Now, again, the conditions are a key. Tropical storm coming up. This could hit that area. Could be rain in the afternoon. It's a night game. I just, I'm concerned about the injuries with Iowa. Iowa has now taken them two-game winning streak in this series. They went in there two years ago and beat Penn State. I just don't know. That's what Jason's giving me. That's what I wrote down, Jason. Okay. That's what I wrote down. Two game winning streak. Look it up really quick. I two game winning streak. So that might be me. Okay, look it up. Look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my 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 note card. I got a note card right here, everyone. That's I have a two game winning streak for Iowa in this series. Maybe I'm wrong, man. Maybe I looked. McNamara is the key, though. You can't be, you can't be throwing picks. You throw picks, then I'm concerned in this. I the place the place is electric if you've never gone up to a whiteout game you got to go it's just craziness and it's just going to be a tough environment Penn State watching the game last week against Illinois I thought they looked okay at times then it's like what we said we thought the young quarterback was going to struggle with some throws I think he did they have so much talent I just don't know you know, and what's the, what's the the coach's son that's the offensive coordinator? Kind of came out and was, like told everyone to get off as you know what, because they threw like forty something points against Western Michigan. I mean, you're really gonna. I mean, is that Matt Canada's uh, brother? I mean, we're gonna really talk about throwing forty something points against Western Michigan. I'm sorry, it's it's Penn State, it's the whiteout. The I think it's I think it's gonna be really tough. I think it's i think it's gonna be a hard spot i i kind of I, i'm kind of leaning penn state i've been leaning penn state a lot this year i just think they're so good
0: you are correct i would have a two-game winning streak I forgot the, the last time i played was the sean clifford game where penn state killed him in the first half clifford got injured and then they brought in uh Rovers Roverson robertson now the starting quarterback at yukon and he literally couldn't catch a snap and uh that game got away from him and then the year before, that was the, that was an after bye week game against Iowa where Franklin's really struggled with those post bye week games, and Iowa came in and just lit them up 41-21. So
1: I stand corrected. Hey, the index cards don't lie. <laughs> they don't lie. That's what we do. We put on hard work all week for the index cards. Okay.
0: And, and guess what? We just got a Sean Clifford plug-in again. back a quarterback in Green Bay. Guy never goes away. Maybe he can come on. <laughs> Already got some playing time this year against the Bears.
1: Hey, let's let's get them on the show. Let's get them on the show. We got so many games. Like I said, you can't. Eat. My my table right now. I get, I think you, everybody can see it. It's just index cards galore here with games. So, guys, just fire in. If I miss one, I'm trying to cover all these top games. We got Notre Dame. Uh, Ohio State's traveling into Notre Dame. That's a night game. I think it aligns, uh Ohio State minus three and a half. Man, th- these are two great teams. I think, and they're they're putting up. The last game, Ohio State finally did what Ohio State did. They threw up 60 something points against Western. Now it's Western Kentucky. I'm not getting ahead of myself here. Notre Dame, again, is playing great. My thing with that is who have they played? This is a tough one. I want to bet this one. So I'm going to let you guys go and maybe convince me here who I'm going to take. But you got Hartman. And the guy looks like a movie star. The hair, the beard, or he's like homeless right now. I don't know what he's doing, but he looks fantastic right now. (laughs) So where are we going, Matty? I'm going to jump with you. Sell me on a a team. Who am I taking this weekend with Notre Dame, Ohio State?
0: So the big matchup here isn't the players. It's actually the Notre Dame defensive coordinator against the Ohio State offensive coordinator. Can they shut down Harris, Harrison and Egbuka? And I don't think they can. And they have enough with Henderson and the other kid at running back. I think the Ohio State D-line is the key of the game. If they can control SMA, who I think is Notre Dame's actually best player of him in the left tackle, alt, I think uh, the, the QB, Hartman's third. But he's uh, SMA is the engine for Notre Dame. And if he can't get through that D-line, then it's going to be a long day for Notre Dame. And I think they're going to air it out. Now, um, the coach for Notre Dame is a defensive guy, and he's going to put all of his eggs in the basket to stop Harrison and Nick Buka. But I don't know if he can. I don't know if they have the talent and the speed to do it. Maybe it'll be a little sloppy out there. I don't know about the weather and the grass. So I'm leaning into our actually three-man parlay here. Oh, Ohio, Ohio like State, Ohio State money line. Wow. I know it's I know it's cheesy, but that's it. So I think you left out the person who's going to stop Harrison and Ibuka. And that's, uh, McCord, the quarterback, the quarterback. of Ohio State. He's looked <laughs> terrible this year. Like it, it, that, they don't have an option at quarterback if he doesn't play well. He is the key to the entire game. Um, I think Notre Dame has enough. Uh, I'm a little concerned about the, the tight ends and wide receivers, like getting open against so Ohio State's defensive backs. are finally starting to get back to where they used to be. Um, but you know, we've seen Ohio State lose games. They lose it on the line. You know, and this Notre Dame team on both lines is more than capable enough as, of hanging with Ohio State. And uh, you got to like, you know, Smitty was commenting on Hartman's Riz. He definitely has it. And I just think that this is an opportunity. They're going to be playing on the long grass in South Bend, slow down that Ohio State team a little bit. And uh, like I said, I quarterback to quarterback, Hartman is a huge advantage over McCord who looked awful against Indiana. And, you know, maybe found it a little bit last week, but I'm not convinced yet. I got to see it in a big game. Yeah. And, yeah. And you can't make fun of Ohio State's schedule has been just a bit, is way worse than Notre Dame's has been so far.
1: Yeah. Hartman looks great. Good hair, great beard. <laughs> looks like he sh- if there's a new Amityville horror movie coming out, he's going to probably be the star in that. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so, and here's the thing Touchdown Jesus is going to be looking down at this. I'm just nervous about this. I just. I can't stand Ohio State, and I don't like Notre Dame much either. But I agree with what you guys are saying. The schedule's there. I think the quarterback. Could you see Brown a little bit in this game? The backup for Ohio State. I mean, you got to get something going. I mean, they finally—they haven't been putting points on. And you think of with all the the running backs, the wide receivers, you would have been just throwing a lot of points. They did it finally last week. Western Kentucky, man, they like to up and down too. That's one of those games that I, I I should have played the team points with Ohio State last week and I just didn't do it. It's hey, there.
0: You, you know the last time Notre Dame beat Ohio State? I think Lou Holtz was actually on the team, nineteen thirty six. Ninety three? I think nineteen you thirty six. I think no, I think I wanna say it was ninety three. I actually remember the game, but I think it's Ninety three is not all, Not even on the list. It's somewhere in the early nineties here. I you go find it. But anyway, Jason's going back. A to while.
1: Tony Rice, a little Tony Rice here, everybody. I don't know. That's a that's a tight one. I, I, man, and you you look at games like that, and you just want to take you know, give me the three and three, three and a half. Man, I'm leaning towards Ohio State, and I hate to say it. It's a no they point. haven't
0: beaten them since 35, 36 back to back wins. Oh, was really? brilliant. They don't play. I haven't played that much though. I don't think. No, they have was, not. I would really have thought. I would have thought there was a lot more games. Now it, it's surprising. Notre Dame hasn't played a lot of the schools like Penn State and Ohio State all that often. Yeah. Um, like because they've always played Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, so forth. So,
1: all right, but, let's just keep firing here, really I was quick. Say, I have the
0: Irish with the three and a half. I, I like it. So, uh, I'll,
1: okay, I, I might change. Yeah. I don't know yet. I, I'm. It's a pass for me. It's a pass right now. So. Hey, let's go with another um, – I got two more. And then, again, if you guys – and then we'll rapid fire anything here really quick before we go NFL here. We're just trying to get you out the most games and most winners here, in our opinion. We got Colorado, man. That is the most talked about team. And that game – I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to be very honest. I could not stay up for that game <laughs> Saturday night. Oh, just yeah. Just couldn't do it. And guess what? A lot of people did a lot of people stayed up a lot of people mi- heard, a I lot heard. of people missed church on sunday i'm just going to say that and my mom might be <laughs> listening right now hey mom i went to church on sunday i went to bed and i got to church so jason thank you thank you thank you i'm going to say this you kept talking about a live live bet colorado state i think you jumped on colorado state and i said you were crazy i went live i hit it i hit i gave out the team points colorado That hit an OT so it was a great night for me and that's why I went to church so thank you so much everybody but here we go they're traveling into Oregon guys this one you know again Deion Sanders the game last week some cheap shots it was just craziness he is taking over college football right now you can tell by the TV audience this one is against Oregon this Oregon team is very talented. They're traveling on the road. They did get a road win first week against TCU. The line right now, I think it's minus 21 Oregon. I was, I was really wanted to do the team points Oregon. It's pretty high, but I think this one could be a shootout. Maddie, I'm going to start with you quick thoughts. It's a, I don't care if it's a pass. Where's your liens right now in this game? Cause this one's going to be the most watched game again, probably this week.
0: Oh man. So you got to figure how much is Travis Hunter influencing this by missing the game. That line is massive. 21 is massive. Uh, however, I think Oregon's the play. I think this is where Dion gets the dose of reality, and I think Bo Nix really wants to show something off and should be his name ahead of Shadora Sanders in the Heisman race, probably in spot two. So, I'm not playing it yet. I think if I do play it, it's going to be somehow potentially a teaser king play and get Oregon down lower. So, I, you know, it's funny. It, like, I initially, I liked Oregon in at 20 and a half, which I think I took a small bet on. Uh, you know, you look at the numbers, though. The only thing that's kind of a little scary here is that Oregon's not a real great up front. Uh, at least they haven't been so far this year. And the competition hasn't been all that great. Like, they're not getting a good pass rush. Colorado State's numbers, from a havoc perspective, on the defensive line, were way better than Oregon's numbers are coming into this game, and that's really what's bothered Colorado. And Smitty, all you had to do last week was watch the first quarter of that game; you'd have been fired up enough that you'd have stayed up for a lot of it. it no, was, I did. You were watching like like a four or five seed NHL Stanley Cup playoff, like there was chief shots everywhere, and both teams were trying to set a tone. Colorado State was not going to be bullied, and they took that to heart. And I'll tell you what; I mean. It was pretty impressive how they kind of stood up, and obviously the talent went out in the end. But it was a really entertaining game from that perspective. And I, uh, I, it made plays; it was enter- very entertaining.
1: I stayed up until halftime.
0: There you go. And I think first I time. saw.
1: I, I think I saw the the first drive of the third, and I'm like, man, this game's going to go until like <laughs> I mean, two thirty. just and listen, I just was like, I, I can't. Can't do it. I got to get up early. I knew I had to get up early. We were we were going. Like I said, I'm we're going to church. We're trying to do a good family thing and trying to do all that. I was like, nope. Got to. And I'll tell you really quick. A good buddy of mine that lives out in um, out in California, uh, Shaggy. I'll give him a little shout out. Good friend of mine. I so I woke up early Sunday and he goes, did you stay up for that game? And I was ready to text him. I'm like, well, I can't text him because it's like 4 in the morning out there. And he probably just went to bed because he just watched this game. So I didn't want to do that. So I did, and I waited. I'm like, no, I didn't watch it. I'm like, man, did my team points hit? Did that hit? And I got up, and I was like, oh, man, I hit. Jason, thank you so much. Jason's on the team. Jason convinced me to do a live bet on it. I'm like, what a good two bets on that game. So that went well.
0: Jason, let me – could you stay up and watch it? I, I made a business decision at one o'clock when I knew my 24 and a half was good to go. And then I was like, you know what? I I, I'm I don't the care. Who,
1: I don't care who wins this game. Just yeah. I
0: just wait. <laughs> I just need to get to sleep. I got a whole NFL slate. I got a bet to bet tomorrow. I can't be sitting up here. <laughs> so, I'm going I'm I'm gonna,
1: gonna to be in a fog tomorrow. So I don't want to stay up.
0: I want to ask one question though. So if you're Colorado state coach, when you get to overtime and you tie it up, you have to go for two, correct? On the road, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Abso- absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I was shocked. I was shocked. I yeah. They're going to get the points. Like, that's that's the strength of theirs, right? You know Shador Sanders is going to make a play. You don't want to see him any more than you have to. You have yeah. to go for it in the game. That's the only part of the game I didn't like. I thought that he should have done it and just went for the gusto there. And I'll tell you what, I think Oregon, I think Colorado has a coaching advantage in this game. I'm not completely sold on Dan Lanning at this point. I, he got kind of handed a program there from Crystal Ball, you know, and he's coming from Georgia, I've seen what Sanders can do. I've seen him – you know, he's basically had the whole roller coaster so far this season, right? He's found a way to get them motivated for all three of those games. Now, the talent advantage, disadvantage is definitely going to show up on this game, right? This is probably the first time this year where they're a clear underdog. Um, but, you know, maybe Bo Nix turns into Auburn Bo Nix. Who knows? But I'm just saying, like, I, I do think Colorado has a puncher's chance because they have playmakers. But I think eventually Oregon is going to wear them down with talent and bodies. Like, they, that's is one of the things when you get their programs that are established in the top 10, their depth is just so much better. Colorado's obviously going to be working at that to get that built back up.
1: Yeah, I want I mean, I told you guys right away I was going to do the team points. I looked at it, it's in the mid 40s. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't want to do that. And maybe it's a pass again, probably for me with this game. I mean, I'm going to watch it, I think it's going to be entertaining. You're going to get high viewership again with this, and good for college football and good for Deion Sanders. I like Bonex. I've been a Bonex guy. I think they throw a lot of points on, but maybe I'm, I don't know, 21's high. He's a down.
0: Good teaser. That's a that, game with a high total like this. I would not want to do a teaser. Oh. All right. I mean, maybe team, team points down if you could, but I would love Oh, would that'd do. be
1: great. I wish we could do that. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> that'd be beautiful. <laughs> that would be. All right, here. Um, Hey, let's go really quick. Old Miss, Bama. We're going to try to, you know, we're going to bounce here the NFL here in a little bit. And again, if you're watching us live, thank you so much. If you have a play, you have a comment, send it out. I'm going to brag our guy, Ken, up here in a little bit. We have a guy named Ken that watches us, and he had some. Good stuff on the Jets last week, but we'll get that in the NFL. But we got our guy back. I got my guy back here. I got my Jeff Blake throws a great deep ball here for Bama. I mean, Bama just can they wake up? I think it's the week they wake up. I don't know what Bama was doing last week at all. Jason had some great text messages why this kid just vanished and did not play at all and they played two other guys which you could tell they were not any good. South Florida was hanging around. I have no clue what Nick Saban was doing last week and I'm going to say that on the show tonight. I wish they would have lost. You're to the point when you see the big dogs like this sometimes hanging around and just messing around. You just wish South Florida would just beat them. Play this kid. This kid can run run the ball. Quit trying to do a pocket passer with this guy. Run some zone reads, run him, and get the get back to being Alabama a little bit. Quit trying to be fancy. I think Alabama rules this game. I like them. I love them in a teaser spot. Get it down to minus one or a pick them. I think Alabama wins this week. I'm not sold on Ole Miss, Jason. I'll start with you. What do you have?
0: I mean, I don't know. I I'm, I'm not that sold on Alabama. Mm-hmm. I
1: just I think they're in a weird
0: spot where guys aren't playing to the recruiting rankings and you know they should have been able to just even with whoever was if if one of us three was playing quarterback last week we should they should have won 27 right and it just wasn't there so i don't think saban and uh tommy reese are on the same page and i think that that's boiled down to this whole quarterback controversy i mean there's been so many theories of what went on with milro but um I don't know. I think I think Ole Miss is actually pretty good. Like you know, I, that was not easy to go play Tulane. They played Georgia Tech. These are decent non-conference opponents. it's, it's a good tune-up for Alabama. I think they're going to be in this game. I think seven's a lot. I kind of like Jackson Dart a little more than whatever Bama's throwing out there. I just whether they can hold up on defense with the running game is about it. I, I think the seven's a good number. I think this is going to be a close, low-scoring game. Maddie, what do you think? All right, is this? I think this is a dead, just a down year for Ben. I think we're going to have to admit it. There's something off. You're, you sum it up on the talent level, they're not playing up to their five stars. I do think last week, though, I think Tommy Reese basically said, hey, this kid from Notre Dame is better than Milo. And I think I think Saban Cave said, okay, let's see it. Let's see if you're absolutely correct. Then Saban came out in the press conference basically said, without saying it he said that we do not have a good quarterback and our best quarterback is actually Milrow, but he never even endorsed him. So that's just, he's, I think he's telling everybody to shut up and he's going to play it how he wants. So maybe Smithy's correct here. Maybe this is the week they get it back and they do pound somebody into the ground, but I'm, I'm staying away. Cause I do like Ole Miss with Jason. I think they have some really good talent. Dark Dart's really good. I think Judd can, if, He's 100% healthy. Should have a good game. I think they can keep it close. I'm just going to stay away. This might be an in-game play. I don't think Ole Miss fears Bama. Like, they've played them fairly competitively the last couple of years here. I mean, they've had more talent than they have this year, but they're still a pretty talented team. So, do you have a lean on this one?
1: Yeah, I love I love Bama. This is one of my favorite teaser spots. And just a little plug for College Insiders tomorrow around four thirty five o'clock, and you can see myself and maybe Jason on that show. Bama – Bama Bama I love him in a teaser I think they're going to win this game get it down to like a pick them minus one pick them match it up with someone else I think they're going to show up. I think it's going to be a good Bama team I just don't see they're going to lose two straight home games they lost to Texas they went on the road and I just don't see it's going to happen I think they're going to play well Mr. Jeff Blake the Jeff Blake of college football that I have given him the nickname he throws a great deep ball run the ball Simple as that, run the ball, overpower people, quit trying to go back and make these people pocket passers if they're not. It's college football, run the ball, simple as that. All right, guys, am I missing a game? I mean, we got, uh, I mean, Pitt UNC, real quick, rapid fire, Maddie. Pitt UNC, who's going to win the game?
0: You got it, you better touch on Pitt UNC for our faithful Pittsburgh
1: uh, listeners well yeah okay we can do oh, man after
0: last to the
1: USA baby after uh, la, after uh. last week oh my goodness you talk about JVs Monday night football pit pit throw <laughs> he was like two for 12 or like what uh, good what happened to him real quick can I just say this and I said it to him I said it to my boss that's a big pit fan what happened to him he was good at BC he got hurt now he can't even throw a ball anymore. What happened?
0: He was good the first year of BC. The second year, he sucked.
1: And he got hurt. Yeah, but and he had flowers. I think yeah, flowers got hurt Duke that year kid. too, Jason. I mean, I'm going to throw in a little bit. BC doesn't have a lot of offense anyway. Be-
0: but they brought in that two-star kid against Duke, if you remember on a Thursday night, who had like three days of prep. And he looked way better than Jerkovic had looked all year. So there's something. I think he's got Hackenberg disease. Where he basically got hit too much, and it started like it started is, to erode his skills. It's Chuck
1: Knoblock disease. A little baseball <laughs> term, right there. All right, Matty, <laughs> Pitt, Pitt, UNC. I mean, and here's the thing: people love Pitt this weekend.
0: I wanted to love Pitt. Uh, I don't. I don't know how. Um, when I, can, I saw, I can't the, take I, it. I can't. Yeah, when it. I saw the line first come out, I thought it was wrong. I thought this was like, whoa, this is something you have to jump on. And that's kinda of like what well, is well is this a trap game and now you're saying people love Pitt? True stay away. If I if I play it, it's uh North Carolina money line and that's it. All right. Hey, Go ahead, Jason. His defense has played well. I mean, I'll make a case for Pitt. His defense has played well. Like they won last week they played well enough to win that game down in Morgantown. Uh, granted it was against a back quarterback. They played well enough against Cincy to win that game, but they're just getting no help from the offense at all. I have no faith it's going to get fixed this week. I, you know, I talked about it on a previous show that I love this spot for Pitt getting, you know, figuring it'd be a three, three and a half point dog, but as a seven and a half point dog, I think it's like two. I think UNC could cover that easily just because you just don't know what you are going to get from that offense. So it's disappointing. You, you love those preseason ones where you spot something and you just see it just kind of fade away. But I mean, Jerkovic, eighteen of his last fifty-four, that's just insane that he's still the starter there.
1: I, I, I don't know how he is. I mean, I, it's. Pittsburgh, There's no speculation on that too. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh has some offensive issues in the college game and the <laughs> NFL game. We'll we'll talk to we'll talk about that in a second here. All right, guys. Um, real quick, leans plays. I'm going to start with Jason. I know you got a big card, Jason. You got a big card for the audience, man. Fire those plays away, man. Just rapid fire those. Go, go. Hey, you only get so many weeks. I I like like it, man. You got to fire that powder. It's what sure, I said. I, you got to get in what... where you fit in, buddy. Just fire it. Let's go. All right, I'm
0: scared of the injuries like you mentioned, but I feel like Iowa with the two touchdowns and have, you it. Know, I think it's gonna close game. Like I said, Penn State's got no explosion. And, and, Jason's, the, and, Jason's, and not gonna, because... Jason's not going to.
1: Jason's not going to get a, a, invited to the alumni weekend here because he's going. Against I don't think Penn State. I'm invited anywhere. Already, but
0: that's <laughs> a whole other story. Uh, I got Oregon. I have a late in three touchdowns. I do think that it's just gonna wear out. I you know I like caller maybe for a first half play, but besides that, no. Rice minus one thirty. I think this right team is actually pretty good and sneaky good. I'm not going to lay the points because they're on the road, but I'll, I'll take the money line there. I got the Irish plus three and a half. I really think this going to be a close game. I think, this is, I think they think the quarterback advantage. I think they're good on the lines. That's what's beating Ohio State. I got South Carolina minus six. Mississippi State pass defense is awful. I think Riley's going to have a huge day. And I got K-State minus three and a half. This line was a seven. It's down to three and a half now because I think Riley's Palm Riley's going to play. It doesn't matter. I think that K-State defense, I guess the run is really good. And uh, UCF's going to struggle moving the ball. That whole thing works off the running game. And I'm leaning here. Cincy plus 14.5 at home. Oklahoma traveling up north. Big 12 opener. Cincy defense is still good. Whether they, if they get some points, they're covered. Uh, SMU plus plus six and a half against TCU. Horrible pass defense. SMU is actually underrated. They were in that game uh earlier against Oklahoma. And I got one more play. I think Memphis plus six and a half against Missouri. That's that's my card. There might no be more.
1: All right, Matty, fire away. What do we got here this Saturday?
0: All right, you guys left off a big one. Late night, Oregon State traveling to the Paloo. Oh,
1: it's a great game.
0: Three, three wow. and zero, oh, three and zero, oh. Washington State. I'm taking the home dog plus three. I yeah, like it. Give me, give me Washington State. Uh, all right, I'm Oppo Jason. I'm on Ohio State minus three against Notre Dame. I'm with them on Iowa I have Iowa plus 15 and then um I too like South Carolina laying the stick those are my plays so far
1: is it amazing that this shows like both you are on the opposite of Penn State and I might be leaning Penn State and this show's grown it's amazing (laughs) I've grown as Don't a person. Room for him. It, I didn't think they're doing like you uh, uh, You're not rooting for him. You want that cash, Jason. You're going to be cheering oh, no, 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 you, you can root and get the cash, too. <laughs> All right. Hey, last week I gave out a couple spots on three shows I'm on right now. Team points. I went three and one last week. Good job, Kansas. We did not score any points. I'm going right back to it here. TCU, I think Jason said he's on SMU. I think it's a great matchup here. But I'm going to take the over 34 and a half with TCU. Scored 42, 41, 36. Now, SMU is only given up 14, 28, 0. But I think this game could be up and down. I like it. Take the over. Hey, USC. I've been on this. I've been telling you to keep taking USC over 56, 66, 56 against Stanford. Arizona State gave up 29 against Fresno State last week. Lost 29, 0. I and their USC is coming off a buy. And they want this kid to win the Heisman since 1970. This hasn't happened. I'll take that over, man. Let's go. USC is going to score a ton of points. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette over 34 and a half. They've been scoring points. Guess what? Buffalo can't stop anybody. They've given up 38 to Wisconsin, 40 against Fordham. Fordham. This ain't basketball, people. Football. 40. 55 against Liberty last week. Guess what? Let's go over on that one. I love it. Hey, Tennessee, I'm laying the juice. Minus 160. Guess what? I don't care. I'm going to lay the juice here. Q was the happiest person on the planet last week because Florida just whipped Tennessee. Guess what? I think Tennessee comes back and they lay the wood on this team. Over, um, I think it's 37 and a half. I'm laying the juice. I don't care. They've scored 49, 30, 16. UTSA, I'm sorry. You guys have let me down. I am going in the other direction. They've only given up 17-13. You're like, Smitty, you're insane. Guess what? They gave up 37 against Army last week. It was bad. It was I, it was I, bad. I I think Tennessee lays the wood this week, and I think they put up a lot of team points. Those are my team points. Guys, we're going to do a new segment, right? Moneyline Parlay for everybody. We are. All right, I'm gonna throw my first out. Here, here's a money line parlay, and one of these guys, not me, is gonna put it in. I love Middle Tennessee State against Colorado State. I'm jump on it. I played it. I love this game. Colorado State coming off a good rivalry weekend game. That game, big atmosphere. Now guys are hitting guys, and there's death threats and everything like that. Middle Tennessee State is a good team. I'm going money line middle Tennessee State that is my play this week with the money line parlay Jason what do you got
0: we got minus 143 on that one Spe so that's a we can get that at bet rivers that'll be nice so I think I know where Maddie's play is here so let's, let's make this a favorite my line parlay so we're not we won't pay as well but we'll, we'll still maybe get this home a little bit easier um I think I know where he's going, so I'm gonna try to look opposite back Maddie tell us who you guys there I think you hinted at it earlier Well, I just want to tell everybody, we, as a show, at least Jason and I, were on Georgia uh, Georgia State tonight. Moneyline, underdog, big play, looking good early. So we would have got them in had we had the time. Sadly, I'm going back to the well. That's one of the games we talked about. It's going to be boring, but it's going to be a sweat. So give me the Ohio State Buckeyes, minus three. It wasn't minus 160 earlier. I'm not sure what it's at right now. Let me look that up. And then I hinted at mine earlier. I'm going to, because we're going to make this little small favorites, uh, money line, parlay, I'm going to go with 135. So should we do a little dog round robin? Little, little, do you guys have any live dogs? Yeah. I, Maddie, do. why don't you lead off with that? Um, my dog. Let me pull it up. Oh, I had it and then I lost it. As I got off, Smitty, you go ahead. You have a dog lined
1: up. I do not. <laughs> you I do. I gotta find it. The great thing—the great thing about being live on air, right? I'll tell now.
0: you about it. Here's what we'll do: we'll give Smitty Washington State plus one thirty-six. There no, you go. I, uh, <laughs> that's a nice little one. That, I, I like that a lot, actually, Matty. Looking at that, that game's gonna be low-scoring. Points are gonna be a premium, and Washington State's been a little battle-tested. I mean, the Palouse—that's a tough place to play. Very tough place to play. No, it's a little easier for Oregon State because they're used to that garbage. Very area. true. That's, that's that's a very valid point. All right. You want is this a kind of a big big dog? No, yeah, you can either way, because this is dogs. We're gonna do this as a round robin, so we get two
1: or three, ruin the money.
0: All right. I I and we poo-pooed BYU last week.
1: Ooh. Well they look good, didn't they? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Man, yeah, they're, 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 guys up front, pounding people. They,
0: they put on a clinic, too. Uh, that would be my play. Now, it's nine and a half. But I think BYU can upset Kansas. Ooh, plus 300. You started a little, a little juice into there. I'm going to go with the Pride of the Commonwealth if you listen to the Action Network. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers coming <laughs> fresh off their beating. They took in Columbus. But uh, I love them against Troy on the road. Troy's fast defense, not quite as what it was in past years. The Hilltoppers still can score some points, and I'm going to get that at plus 152. So that's going to be a little pricey. So like I said, so we got our...
1: We got our- Jason, I'll give you I'll give you one. Can I get a game in? Yeah, take the, sure. Take that off. Erase that. Scott's gonna erase that. Whatever. Clemson's gonna beat Florida State.
0: Oh, he's gonna go to Clemson. Plus one fourteen.
1: Give me Clemson. Clemson's You better, I said, you better lock whoa. that in
0: now because that's gonna go to pick pick 'em. I don't think so. I think it's enough Florida State money that they're gonna be okay. Yeah, because I think there's some stuff from the uh beginning of the like the off season holding that up. So all
1: right, we will post this out on Twitter. We got the money line parlay little round robin a little you know round you get robin. A Man, we're just, cash in let's go let's win some cash that's what we're trying to do here all right we're gonna go nfl here we're gonna go nfl here we got a game i'm gonna what's what's the game tonight I'm trying to see i think it's 10-3, 10-3. How much we get her? san francisco's up 10-3 right now against the giants all right, I got a quick question before we dive in and we recap. We got about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes here. Guys, 0-2 teams, there's a lot. So here's my thing. I want I want to hit this with you guys. What 0-2 team do you think can come back and make a year of it? Because if you look at the numbers, it's not good if you're 0-2. It's very tough to get in the playoffs, win a Super Bowl. I think there's been some teams that have been 0-2 over, But you got two. you gotta you gotta I already listed five because I'm not gonna go Carolina. I'm not gonna go the Texans. I'm just not I'm not gonna go those teams. I got Bengals Vikings Chargers New England Denver Maddie. I'm gonna start with you for our audience. What team to maybe do a division to do a playoff to maybe make a push. What team there do you think can really change their season around? And here's the funny thing is the Vikings play the chart, our uh, Yeah, Chargers this weekend. So Matty yeah, What yeah, that is, that's a great point, Jason. <laughs> that is an elimination game. Matty, I'm gonna start. Bengals, Vikings, Chargers, New England, Denver. What team can really make it turn around and we can get something, some profit out of this? What do you have?
0: Wow. Of the teams you just mentioned, I don't think any of them can win a division, so throw that out. Now, the, the only shot they have is a wild card, and I'm eliminating New England because they can't leapfrog Miami and Buffalo on talent. Cincinnati, super scary because of the Joe Burrow injury. I'm eliminating them. I think the better bet might be Cincinnati to miss the playoffs. Absolutely, and then, I, and then you actually summed it up i think it comes down to minnesota and the chargers in an elimination game and i do not trust brandon staley in any elimination game so give me the minnesota vikings who just traded for cam Akers for basically a six round pick a swap of picks it was a steal i don't understand why other teams don't pull this off i just don't know if they're good enough though the division is able to be had because I know everybody's high on Detroit, but lo and behold, they're still Detroit, and they're still unproven. Green Bay's tied at one and one too, but they have a first-year quarterback. Chicago is a mess. We don't even want to touch on that and everything that's going on. So give me the Vikings, and I forget forget Denver. Uh, I'm not a uh, Sean Payton guy, and I think Russ is cooked, So screw them. They're out. Ride. We ride whatever it is going.
1: All right, Jason, who you got there? I was going to say the Steelers, but I forgot they're one and one. <laughs> i i i think after that performance it, it looked like owen two
0: it felt like going to tell you what, that was a hard watch on my oh day. my it's goodness and just the offensive confidence have they been in the red zone yet this year The steal offense uh, <laughs> yeah you were early no. in the game so i think it's like one time was it i don't i actually thought it was no i thought they got stopped at like the no because i remember I remember now because Pickett threw a ball on the wrong shoulder to Fire, with the damn near killed him. Um, so
1: the <laughs> there, can I can I throw up Jason before you go here? So we just jumped on that. What was uh uh man a guy on Twitter? I just I, man I'm losing things tonight. Owen oh, uh, I think 14-3 and outs so far leading the oh, league. 14-3 yeah. and outs. Everybody with that Steeler great offense here. Thank you so much for the two ends. Yeah. Without the two ends, man, it would be ugly. But I'll tell you, yeah, I got a number on Mike Tomlin, and I don't like Mike Tomlin that much. Okay, Jason, who do we got here?
0: Well, I, I think we'll, we'll see who's dead. The Panthers, they're dead. The Cardinals, the Bears. Yeah, because I Falcons. don't,
1: can I just jump in? Because I don't think Young's playing this week for Carolina. I think he's hurt already. I think he's out.
0: He's not, he's not rolled out, but he's, he's missed two days in a row. Okay. He got hurt late in the game, right? In the fourth quarter, I think, when it was already over to the Steeler game. Okay.
1: Okay. I don't which I don't think they were gonna be in anyway. Okay, Jason, go for it. The angles are a little scary. Like I,
0: I watched that game against the Ravens. That was not pretty at all. They, they did not look like they had anything to offer. Both sides of the ball. I know the offense is getting criticized, the defense is getting torn up too. And that's been kind of their trademark. Um you look at I mean, you know, you say the Broncos are bad, but I think they could be interesting just because they're scoring some points this year. The defense could be better than it is, but yeah, I don't think they're really that good. The Chargers in Elimination game with the Vikings, I do think the Vikings are the only two teams that could win their division. Not saying that they're, they're like that good, but that division is kind of coming back to them. I mean, I think the two teams are in one-on-one leading it, and it's them, the Bears, who are clearly a mess right now. Um, so I, that's where I would be with that. And then, uh, think, oh, the Texans, they're dead as well, too. But, um, yeah, I just there are some teams that are actually one on one, who I feel like are zero two, and that would be the Giants, the Steelers. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Like, no, no one's kind of. There's a lot of bad teams right now. And I don't know why that is.
1: Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to come right back to you guys, and then we'll try to rapid fire games because I have some other thoughts on this. Everybody was bragging up Kansas City last week, and I know they got a big win. They lost the Thursday night game to the Lions and their defense listen i get it they have held teams down the lions can score jacksonville should have been scoring and all these shows were like well kansas city's offense is going to turn around their defense if they do this they're in the super bowl listen i i was watching the red zone jacksonville was down there nonstop. could he throw a ball not at the back of the end zone (laughs) <laughs> so I'm just going to go after all these shows that said this team looked great. The defense looks great. No, they don't. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the only one that's going to say this on any show. I didn't think their defense looks great. Run the ball. Run the ball more. Detroit should have ran the ball more. Jacksonville ah. should have ran the ball more. And guess what? If Trevor Lawrence didn't look like garbage and I'm going to say it, he looked like garbage. And I know you might say, Smitty, you just watch the red zone. I don't care. That's all I – quit throwing the ball to the back of the end zone for guys trying to sweep their feet down for touchdowns because they could have thrown four on that Kansas City defense. Somebody take over.
0: Smitty, I'm going to – I'm not going to defend Kansas City, but I'm going to give them some props. So Mahomes threw for 305 with this. I don't want to say bum receiving core, but mm-hmm. unknown receiving core. It's dudes just shuffling in and out and in and out. And the reason the Jags were in the red zone so often is because KC actually turned it over, I believe, three times. So they had huge field of damage. The KC defense actually held pretty tight, but Lawrence did look like garbage. It was a bad performance by him. Jason and I were texting. he really struggles against man coverage. And it's – I mean – how do, how do teams not just see that and scheme the entire game for that? I mean, he does have really good weapons, so you think his guys should be able to get open in man coverage, and he should be able to find them in the NFL, but he's not. But I don't want to defend Casey. I think Andy Reid, in a few more weeks, will figure out who his top three receivers are, and you're going to see like a machine start to stroll out onto the field every week get up by two scores and they cruise the victories. I think they still win that division because I think San Diego or God, the, the LA chargers. Like, don't
1: worry. Are, I said that to old brutal. man in the garage. Every time I say about, I say San Diego chargers. So yeah. it's okay. Let's just keep doing it. we should be there. But anyway. yeah, they should be. Thank you. But, no, I I do think the Chargers rely
0: for that division, too, just for the reason you mentioned, though. If you don't really trust the Kansas City defense, it's pretty clear that they don't have the playmakers on offense that they've had. If Kelsey's a little dinged up and slowed down to be uh, human, um, you know, they can't really rely on their running game. So I, I think maybe the Chargers could get, you know, a little bit of a run here, even though they were down 0-2. They've got the offensive weapons. I don't trust the coaching, so that's, it would have to be Herbert taking over. But, um, yeah, no, it's uh, – I don't know what to make of that. Like I said, that is an elimination games. Vikings have actually looked, I think, better, or should get a little more credit. I think mean, the Bucks are somehow better than we thought they were. And you know, Q's not here, so we can say they actually might have made the right choice at quarterback. Can I? Can I throw something out there? <laughs> I want to. I want to propose something to you guys. Yeah, go fire right. the are the Washington Commanders a good football team? At two zero, oh? I think we'll know this week.
1: I, I was OK, so I'm going to jump in here because I had Denver. And man, that's one of those worst beats when you're up and you're like, OK, this is easy. <laughs> and that team like. And I I just said this to old man in the garage, and this was my whole rant on this team. The Defense looked bad. And everybody said they got a great defense. Well, they gave up a ton of points. Now, I know there was a Hail Mary and it was like a stupid play and they scored, but Here's the thing you got, if Chase Young comes back and plays okay. Josh, what's, uh? I lost, man, man my brain. and The other guy in the Allen? end. No, you got, Jonathan you got, you got Allen, sweat. Sweat. yeah, sweat. You got like, so you brag up the Steelers about the Highsmith and Watt on the thing. They got that too. They have that. And then Maddie, what you just said, they have a good front. Steelers don't have that. I hate to say yeah. it. I'm with Hayward out. Now, and the thing—the great thing about this, and I, I'm going to say it again, man. This show has changed because I'm bragging up Penn State. Now I'm going to brag up the Commanders. Coming around. It's coming around here, man.
0: You're coming around.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm coming around. I don't know. What, the enemy is doing an unbelievable job. And we've said this. Should he get a, a head coaching job? I don't know. I don't sit in these interviews. I don't know what he does in interviews. He's had some, listen, there was some track records back in college with some stuff. So I, I don't know. But man, there is more movement in that offense. Those screenplays on Sunday, there's guys wide open because they're going down and then they're moving and they're crossing and they're dumping and they're, there's movement on that team. I think it's a good team. I think Buffalo's in a little tight game on Sunday. I'm not saying commanders are going to win. I don't think they're going to get blown out. I I, I think Sam Howell, and I said it, should have been the quarterback at the end of last year. I think the commanders are on to something. That place is going to be rocking on Sunday. Commanders have something going here, man. Keep it up.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. Plus six and a half. You know, like you said, the Washington D line could give a bad Buffalo offensive line some issues. Is Ken... The Washington offensive line hold up enough to like give Hal time, but because I think they can move the ball. Buffalo's you know giving up some stuff late, but it's still a pretty good defense. But I like the six and a half. I think it's a low scoring game, and uh, I'll I'll probably I'll with the Commanders on that one. I love a home dog getting seven points.
1: Hey, Matty, real I- quick before you go, really fast because I know this your team. Just keep an eye on everything. We got a tropical storm that's coming off the coast. It's supposed to form on. Hey, you know me, I'm hey we gotta get chuck <laughs> we gotta get chuck bell on the air here man. down meteorologist down here chuck bell come on the show me little sister no com, come come you know who we have to get on the show who's that
0: we gotta go to like menudo and get one of them uh spanish girls weather come on well, well yeah
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that wouldn't be bad coming up saturday night in my area around here 40 mile per hour winds rain about 30 on sunday Keep an eye on that game, the Baltimore game, the Jets game. We got some issues here. I need, like, I'm going to do, like, a big thing behind me and, like, point to things and say, (laughs) rain coming up. Everything's going to be bad. All right, Matty, go fire it away, my friend. What are we firing at here, buddy? Your skins, or commanders, sorry. I call them skins. I,
0: I, I like what they got going on. A lot of people are blaming, like, bad teams right now. Oh, their O line is so bad and dinged up. Well guess what? The commander's O line is pretty bad and yep. these are two and O. So I'm I'm done using that as an excuse. I think they got something going. I think Sam Howell is the right guy, and I'm shocked to say it after two games. Great weapon. Brian Robinson has turned into an all around running back and he's got a really good complement of backs behind him. Logan Thomas has actually been healthy. The, de- the defense is key, and I'll, I'm going to give the shout-out to the the uh, kid they drafted. He actually has played well and has surprised me. So Ooh. I'm not going to bash him, and wow. I'm bash the front office for actually taking him. So kudos to them. I think they got it right, and I think they actually will push for a playoff spot. It's going to be tough, though, because Eagles and Dallas are just loaded. I mean, if they can split with those two somehow, I think they can get in.
1: All right, let's just do some uh rapid fire with some games. I I like that. I I think that's one of the great teaser spots and I love teasers in the NFL. I would tease yeah. the Commanders up and that game to about 12 and a half, 13. Man, I don't think buff. I'm not high on Buffalo. I've said Mm. it on some shows I'm not high on that team and you know they went down the Raiders went right down the field and scored last Sunday against them and I know Buffalo put it on them late and I had Buffalo in a teaser with the Steelers and that was a big winner for me but I think that's a tough and then you add the conditions I agree with Matt Robinson is a good running back pound the ball with this kid tough make that game sloppy a little bit And I like the Commanders. You get them up to about 12, 12 and a half. One of my favorite teaser spots this weekend is the Commanders. That's just one. Hey, I'm going to throw this out really quick because, you know, a lot of our fans are Steeler people too. The Steelers look like, I don't know, not very good. I was going to say crap, but I'll, I'll say crap. They got a good win. I mean, that was bad. That was horrible on Monday night. That was a bad game. That was just ugly to watch. But Tomlin is... 52 28 ATS as a dog, 65%. Good teaser spot. You know that place out, out in Vegas? Man, that's going to be Steeler people galore. That's going to be a big time Steeler fan all over the place. I get it. I don't like their offense. Canada's horrible people. I don't think the Steelers are, they're not that good. And I think they are good if they had another guy calling the place. I think it's a great teaser spot, too, for the Steelers. Let's just hit on that because we have some Steeler people. Jason, Steelers cover win. Good teaser spot. What do you have?
0: I have the Raiders minus two and a half right now, but I do like the Steelers teased up. I do think this will be a low-scoring game. They played last year in the cold. I pointed this out on the podcast I listened to. Really low-scoring game. Now, the weather may have been a bigger factor of that, but a lot of it was because neither offense can move the ball. But you keep the Steelers up to 8.5. I would like them there. Um, but I do not like them just plus 2.5. I know that Tomlin underdog record is great. A lot of that is at home as a dog. They have a tendency to stub their toes when they're like on the road against teams that aren't that good. Matty, what do you think? This is one of the teams they stub their toe quite frequently against, too. For some reason. It's just one of those teams that they, they do not fare well against. I think if they can block Max Crosby... I, I think Kenny can have an okay day. I don't think they're gonna run the ball again. It's just not there. But this OC, Matt Canada, really needs to get Kenny and I think he has four runs on the year. Him and like uh Fields in Chicago both only have like four runs. That's part of their game. I know you don't want your quarterback getting hurt. You gotta get that guy on the move. You gotta get him out of there and keep some defense honest. I I think this is an underplay. I'm not touching it. Uh, There's no home field advantage. I I would probably lean Raiders money line, but I think Smitty and Jason are correct. Tease the Steelers up if you're a teaser guy.
1: All right, rapid fire. I'm just going to start with Matt. Any leans, any plays that you have in the NFL this weekend? Wow.
0: If if you're going to do a teaser with the Steelers, I think the other tease is the Buccaneers up. At home, probably catching 11. I don't like any of the other games. I think Seattle, I'm sticking with Seattle and my last man standing. I think they can cover the six. I think they can win by a touchdown. So I think that's a good play. Other games are tight. These are really tight games. We have a one, a two and a half, one and a half. And then, then you have the monster spread. So give me the Commanders and actually put a little money on them to win outright, especially if the weather is ugly. And I'm going to throw one upset. I actually think the Falcons go into Detroit and upset the Lions. Yeah, Detroit's banged up going into that game. And mm-hmm. uh, they keep losing bodies, which is not going to be good for them. So I I got into the Seahawks at minus four and a half. I bet that actually during uh-huh. the game was on Sunday because I thought that line would go up after the results. I thought the Panthers would lose Monday, and that's exactly what happened. And then the Bryce Young news, so that helps out a lot. So, you can't get that now. Um, a, a teaser spot I like is the Saints going up as well. I do like the Bucs, like Matt said, against the Eagles. You know, the Eagles kind of a little bit, a little shaky, both of those wins. Not too, you know, in, uh, the Bucs have been really solid. They're at home. It'll be interesting, though, if they can run the football it will be the interesting part because uh, I think they'll be good against the running as the Eagles. And I think if you take the Eagle run game away you know, their pass game's a mess. So, I definitely like that spot. Um, you know, Atlanta's kind of live. I'm interested about the Browns, too, at home against the Titans. Uh, I don't think Nick Chubb is going to be nearly as big of a loss as people think. I think that offensive line, if you watch the game again against the Steelers, man, I think any of us could have ran for about half the yards that Chubb did. Like, they were just getting blocked. Like, guys, guys were getting – it looked like like a, a big FBS team against an FBS team. That's how bad those Steelers run fits were. Um, so, i definitely like that spot. you know, Indy plus 8.5, the weather's going to be bad. Probably isn't the worst thing in the world. I think it's going to be Gardner Minshew going too, as opposed to Richardson, which makes me feel a little bit better. Um, so I'm kind of looking at them. I'd, I'd like a little morning and a half if I could, but I don't think it'll be there. And uh, I'm staying away from KC, laying 12 and a half against the Chiefs for the reason we, or against the Bears for the reasons we mentioned. I actually think the man defense, like we talked about, will help the Bears. I think Fields is going to have a big day. So I would look, Maddie, you like to play player props. So I think Fields rushing this week. Is definitely a prop worth having. Tony, what do you have going on this weekend for the NFL?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of you know, I think a great teaser spot is the uh, Seahawks. I think you take the Seahawks down and minus like minus oh. six, you get them like and pick them. I think it's a great spot there. Um, I'm just trying to go through the board here really quick. I like the Packers at home, I like what I've seen of the Packers. I think the Saints coming off a you know, Monday night game, uh, you can get uh, minus 118 right now, money line. I like. You know, I think a great teaser spot too, and I've said this over the years on our show. Either way, I think the Dolphins beat Denver. but You get Denver up to 12 and a half, 13 points. I don't know if Miami's going to cover that. So I kind of like that. And I'm not high on that Denver team. I like the Lions, I know they're beat up. And I've been taking the Falcons. I like the money line on the Lions this week. That's one of my plays. I kind of like what the guy said with that Colts game too. I think you take the Colts way up. I think you're okay. I like Baltimore down. I think Baltimore. Jason had the best text. And I'm going to say this. We got about like two minutes. We got to go quick here. Not to go way over. But Jason had the best text on the Monday night game that I I think anyone's had in a long time. Said, who's the big winner of the Monday night game? Steelers won the game. Guess what? It was the Baltimore Ravens. Because Cleveland's beat up. Steelers are beat up. Since he's beat up, who's I mean, Baltimore is slightly beat up, but they're not beat up in key positions. I thought that was a great text by Jason there. Um, they're a really little beat up than I thought they were. I, I they're, guess they they're beat be- up, but I think there. they're they're not at that talented spots. I think I think you're okay on that comment here.
0: Oh, and, I don't know because uh, they lost the starting safety, well, yeah. right. Starting running back but I, and a good back okay, but back. And, and they lost the right tackle, didn't they? Okay, okay, still
1: there, yeah. okay yeah. but here's the thing. Do you think they go 3-0 this weekend? Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Okay, so they go 3-0. Steelers could go 1-2. and Hey, here's the thing. Everybody, in, you know, getting rapid fire here really fast. We don't want to go way too long here. Cincinnati, keep an eye on Joe Burrow. It's a Monday night game. It doesn't sound good doesn't sound good he might not play he might be out a couple weeks I don't know what they're gonna do but keep an eye because if the Rams the Rams of a team that did not look great Cooper Cup's not in there they're thrown to the rookie out of BYU he's catching 15 balls a game he's becoming now the new Cooper Cup
0: it makes you wonder about Cup to be honest with you <laughs> Like, if comes
1: in, it could be Cooper Cup. Then is Cooper Cup really that good? Maybe not. Uh, now, now I'm really upset on my fantasy teams. So, so here's the. Th- I mean, that's that's the scary thing here. So, there's there's a couple that I like. I'm going to throw an old man in the garage because we're going to get out of here. Three and two for the season. Man, he had a good week. I think he went two and zero last week. He likes the Jets. I'm just gonna say, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. I like man, the, he, he's I getting like, cocky. I like, I like listen, I listen, this guy's cocky. Listen, the old man in the garage is spices here. No,
1: <laughs> I like the Jets too. I like I, the Jets too. Here's the reason. Home field, run the ball. True. Here's the thing. Run the ball again with the right guy. I'm gonna yeah, do but, a I'm gonna do a Smitty rant real fast. Quit running the ball to Najee Harris on the Steelers. Run the ball to Warren. Run the ball with Hall, not Cook. Run the ball to the right people. Quit trying to do it because it's the name.
0: Or it's, it's many, where they got
1: drafted.
0: of your rant, It's. It, it, I completely agree with it. But all they're going to do is double Garrett Wilson and put nine guys in the box.
1: Yeah, but are you impressed by New England?
0: I'm not. I think they're better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, they, they gave Miami all they could handle. Give yeah, the Eagles a pretty good game too.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm giving one more week, man, with the Jets. I like that. I like that. Zach Wilson, come on, man, quit trying to talk to all the forty-year-old women and get a win here. All right, he he's not the he,
0: problem someday. He's that defense did not show up. Oh, the that, defense. That's the one did. thing I do like about your play is that the Jets defense is going to show up this week. They're going to show they up. It.
1: They're going to show up. That game's going to be close. I like that play too. And I've been on New England. I've been on New England, Man, I'm just not sold on New England. So a lot of people are okay. We'll see what he, he likes the jets. He's going to go Rams. I think he's going with, like he's going with that, man. I think he thinks Joe Burrow is going to be out. And I think that jump on that now, because I might jump on that tonight. Take the points. I wouldn't even do money line. I do the points. Take the points. I, I mean, plus line. Plus one twenty five. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the <laughs> points. I'm just going to play it safe and try to get a winner. I'm going to play. I'm going to play the points. He likes the Steelers. Again, we're diehard Steeler fans. We think we're going to go out there and be okay. I'm not impressed by the Raiders. But again, this is the week if you're a Steeler fan, they play great defenses. San Francisco, Cleveland, they don't move the ball this week. We got major issues, and it's going to be a long season. Guess what? Let's talk and Let's start talking about Penguins. Let's talk. start talking about the Pirates next year. That's all I got to say. That's hey, I got a secret for you. Yeah, go for it. i are not going to move the ball. <laughs> oh, Matt Canada? It's not going to get fixed in a week. It, I, I don't think so. It's, get that. Well, here's the bottom line. Get the ball to the playmakers. Get it to pick That's true. Get the hey, ball well, to Warren.
0: That w- might be part of the problem.
1: Get the ball to Warren. Quit doing Najee Harris. I told everybody on this show for years, don't draft a kid in the first round as a running back. Man, I look like a genius. I like being the smartest guy in the room. That's what I told everybody. So, old man in the garage, follow his plays. He's three and two right now. Hey, in the Jets, I'm going to throw out our, a good friend, Ken, that does a lot of stuff. He watches us, and he posts. Last week, he said Matt Ryan. He, wants, he likes Matt Ryan for the Jets. Hey, Ken, thanks for tuning in. I don't know if we agree with you, but thanks for tuning in. And why not? He can't be any worse than... Zach Wilson, so boys, any final comments?
0: No, I, I think I like that, uh, that Rams play at the end there. I, I think that's a smart graph, because I, I do think since he's got some issues, and I don't think Burrow's healthy, and I'm not sure if he's gonna go, and that Rams somehow figured it out with no draft picks and no cap room. So, I'm on that. We'll definitely add that. And we'll definitely put out a little underdog, Ronald Robinson, the NFL, like I always do every weekend. What do you got, Maddie final, final thought for me. Um, when we brought up the Steelers, Raiders, how they just see a team that seems to have their number, the Texans have the Jags number. I'm not saying they're going to yep. beat them. Yep. However, eight, eight and a half is a lot. CJ Stroud to Tank Dell and Nico Collins looks really, really good. So I think they can hang with them. I think they'll lose, but it might be a field goal game. I would look at the Texans plus points. That's a, To me, that's a good teaser, too.
1: Well, if he throws the ball to the back of the end zone on every touchdown throws, <laughs> they're going to lose. Well, I'm going well, gonna, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down right now to everybody. That's what's going to happen. So
0: let's hope D'Amico Ryan is watching tape and knows to play man coverage against Trevor Lawrence.
1: Okay, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to send this to him and we can figure this out. So, hey everybody, thank you so much. Thursday night edition. We went you know one day over, and that's what happens. But we're going to get you winners this weekend. I'm going to go to Jason this weekend. Jason, what do we always say? Thank you, monkeys.
0: Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be
1: sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.